Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Okay, so David, you know how much I love the prophetic. Yes. And this is truly a, a highlight for me. Last week, we had the opportunity to interview Steve Schultz. Yep. And then today, we get to interview truly someone that I think made that, probably helped make that show happen. Yep. You know, as they were putting together Elijah's streams, and you would always see him pop on. When there was a problem. When there was a problem. Anytime there was a problem, this person would pop on. He, and now... You see, I'll set his screen to pop up. Hey, it's okay. We'll get Kat right back in a second. <laughs> Everybody stay calm. Put your trays in the upright position. We're going to be coming in for a landing. That is exactly right. And now today to see how Elijah Stream's platform has continued to grow. Their tent pegs have yes. expanded. And now the producer, one that was the producer of Elijah Streams, is now the host of the Elijah Fire Show. Welcome to the show, Jeff Thorpe. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hey! It's so good to see you guys. Oh, it's, we're it's so great to have excited you. to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. It's an it is it is an honor, it is a privilege, all that stuff. Uh it's it's great. Talk a let's go jump in here a little bit to the evolution of the show and the things you've been involved in. Now we'll put down in the notes below the interview that we did with Steve Schultz that was recently. Fun. Mm-hmm. You know, the host of if you've if not familiar with the show, you you really should be. Um, um, you must be on a different planet if yeah, you don't, don't know, know it yet. You, you, you <laughs> right. haven't been around her for very long. You know, Stacey's one that like at dinner, you know, someone will say like, uh, can I have uh, two helpings of that too? You know, it's interesting. Johnny Johnny Inlow talked about the number two today on something. You know, <laughs> he it's actually just, did <laughs> on Monday. I just made that up. <laughs> it was prophetic, dude. Like, it was what, prophetic. Right, right, right. Whatever's going on, she'll tie it into tie it into something. She's only about you know one word away from bringing it right back into something you know that came from from that show. It was such an encouragement during 2020 and uh, everything that that went through that process. But let's talk about you getting on ramped into that. Was that like a, a ch- it couldn't have been a childhood goal because it didn't exist, right? You know, exactly. how, how did you end up that space? What's the trajectory that 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 made you the the, the step in fix it guy? You know, uh, that's how you're kind of crazy. It's, it, it's, it's like one of those things where you look at and it wasn't, I didn't know it was a desire of my heart. Like that's honestly it. And I think the lesson to be learned through what happened with me is you like, just follow the Lord, just be obedient because sometimes he asks us to do things and we're like, what, why? No, I'm not going to do that. You know? And then, but it ends up opening up doors that you never would have thought possible. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, my background is in filmmaking and video production. At the time, though, I was working at Trader Joe's. Love Trader Joe's. It's great. Love it. Um, <laughs> they have great uh, plantain chips. They I like really their plantain do. chips. They do. <laughs> I love them. And the jerk-flavored plantain chips are the best. Oh, they're good. Uh, yeah, so good. Yeah, if you like little spice, yep. the jerk seasoning. Yeah, it's great. Um, but yeah, so I was working at, at Trader Joe's. I'd been there for about seven years. And um, I remember it was 2018. It was like the beginning of the year. And the Lord, all he said to me was like, get ready. And all of a sudden I felt this stirring with inside me. All of a sudden I was like, get ready. Like, I feel like, I feel like I'm going to change vocations. And I didn't know why other than that. And so what happened was uh, a couple of months went by. I got approached. My sister and my brother-in-law worked work for the Elijah List. Okay. And okay. So does my wife. My wife was at Starbucks, and then she ended up quitting because it just was 
she felt like there was a change happening. So then she ended up working for the Elijah list and that's a whole nother story. But wow. So the three wow. of them were working there. It was a whole family affair. Yeah. And, um, and they kept throwing my hat in the ring. And quite honestly, they were like, Hey, would you ever think about working for the Elijah list? And I immediately like, didn't even let them finish. I'm like, Nope, no, no way. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and a lot of it was because of my misunderstanding of the prophetic at the time. Like mm. I, I had operated in the prophetic, but it was always like, but I'm not like those people. Like right. honestly, like it's, and this is not, this is not hidden knowledge. It's something yep. I'm very open about because it just goes to show how wrong I was and how wrong a lot of people in my generation are about prophecy. And so, sure. so, uh, months went by and this was around probably June at this point. And they had lost their current editor because they had just launched this show called Elijah's Dreams. And at the time, we were doing studio shows. So they were building a studio. They were in a church sanctuary that was kind of doubling as a studio. Okay. Um, really basic setup, but um, ba the same concept that Steve's doing now. Um, and so they wrote me and it went to my junk mail. And they were like throwing it out again. They were like, hey, Jeff. We just lost our editor. Would you, uh, you know, would you like, we, are you interested? And I was, um, I was, uh, I was typing. No, uh, no, thanks. <laughs> and the Holy spirit, I just felt him stop me. He said, just hear him out. Just go hear him out. Cause he said, we're going to be shooting soon. We'd love for you to show up and you can just kind of see how we, how we do what we do. Okay. And, and so, uh, I heard the Holy spirit say, just go hear him out. And so I said, okay, fine. I'll go hear him out. I'm going to hear him out. And then I'm going to say no. <laughs> and, then, and so, um, and so I went and immediately I felt this peace like come over me and the Holy spirit said, this wow. is your job if you want it. And wow. I was like, absolutely a thousand times. Yes. I want this. I want this job. And it was like, it just goes to show we don't know no. ultimately like, you know, it's like who of who of any of us a couple of years ago thought we'd be doing the things that we're doing. Right, yeah, you guys That's doing exactly what you're doing. Right. Yep. It, you know, a little over, a little so, over a year ago, we'd never met somebody who'd been a guest on a podcast, let alone yeah. done one. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now you have all kinds. So, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So uh, that's really what started it, and you know, we did the studio thing for a couple of years, and it never quite. We never quite got it to where we we wanted it, and a lot there was a lot of factors involved. I think it was us. Part of it was just us getting our foot in the door, establishing certain communications, learning certain skills to prepare us for what we're doing now. And I think yeah. there's that's a large part. Um, uh, but also, our studio was forty minutes away from our office one oh, way, wow. and so it, it was just a lot of inconvenient. You know, yeah, it was just hard to really implement more changes because sure. we always ended up forgetting something. And, you know, it's just, yeah. So then 2020 hit, obviously, and that changed a, a lot of our worlds yeah. and how we do things. And our governor here, uh, Kate Brown, um, <laughs> many of us are not fans of Kate yeah. Brown. Um, and uh, she said, okay, everybody needs to work from home. And so we ended up working from home. And then it was like, bing, a light bulb went off. And it was some pressure from my supervisor, Michael, who's awesome. And he's kind of my right-hand man. In some ways, honestly, I feel like I'm his right-hand man because of wow. uh, his knowledge and just his know-how and things that he did. Obviously, I did a lot on Elijah's streams, but mm -hmm. he's kind of responsible for a lot of like a lot of other stuff going on. So anyways, uh, he had applied a little bit of pressure to Steve saying like, you should, you should start doing live streams. And then Steve finally was like, okay, let's do it. And it just, 
like guys, it just blew up. Like it was just like, it blew like up. what in the world, man? Like, and I think there's, there's a difference. There's a difference between uh, the studio shows versus this. And it really is number one, the live thing. Um, Steve has yeah. been around for a mm-hmm. long time. And uh, this is a chance for people to get closer to Steve in a way that they haven't before. Right. Um, because, you know, when you're at a conference, sometimes you, you just, you get bombarded by people you guys know. And, mm-hmm. and, and so you don't get that connection with as many people as often as maybe you would like or whatever. Um, and so there was a big appeal to Steve doing it in his home. And so we really embraced that. We're like, let's get pictures behind you. Let's just, yeah. If your dog comes into the frame, so what, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, now, what did you mean by the sentence a moment ago? We said, just said Steve's been around a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Be careful, yeah. Jeff. He's, he's just, he's, he's been doing this a long time. He's been in the prophetic. I'll be nice. He's been in the, <laughs> he's been in the prophetic a long time. And uh, really been shepherding these prophetic words at the Elijah list. And, and, um, and so, you know, he's kind of garnered a lot of respect mm-hmm. amongst people as a result of that. And so, um, but you know, you, like you can see somebody on a show or, you know, you know, I guess that they publish an article, whatever for years. Um, and maybe you see him from afar at a conference and you never got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So this is like an opportunity for everybody to get to know him a yeah. little bit better. And so we really embraced that. And I think that's, that was really appealing. Also the name just fits better with live yeah. streaming. Elijah mm-hmm. streams. You it's know. perfect. You know, let's, let's dive into that. The Genesis that for a moment, because there's, you know, a little, some similarities to what we had where we began, we had a lot of experience in a very, uh, very analog world, you know, non-digital, you know, business meetings, workshops, seminars, very live events, live events, but physical, you're, Mm -hmm. you're, you're in more, you know, sales, franchising, and then marriage ministry and all that kind of stuff. So we like, we had these muscles developed over there and understood, you know, the, the basics of, you know, we could send email and make a post on Facebook and, you know, some of these kind of things, uh, (laughs) But but there was this this merger of of our kids, our son Colton, who's the producer of well, the show. Well, you know Colton because he's your friend, which yeah. is pretty yep. cool. Because, we kind of put this all oh, together. Yeah, yeah because um, we were in uh, in Phoenix, and Judy Shule came up yep. to us, yeah. which we hadn't seen for years. I I knew her many years ago, but I hadn't oh, seen her did. in a long time. Yeah. And hadn't seen her in a long time. We have mutual friends, the Carnies. And um, so anyway, she came up and we started a conversation. Colton was there and somehow your name came up. And Colton was like, are you kidding me? Because obviously Colton follows Elijah Well, g- game recognizes game. Yeah. And he yeah. knew, you know, you at the time you were the producer of the show yeah. and just totally respected you. And then Judy introduced the two of you all and you guys hit it off. Yeah. And uh, and had great conversations through text, not even think on the phone. And, and then that's yeah. how we actually uh, got connected with Steve even. So it's just really cool. So in that in that yeah. space, we couldn't have made it without that infusion of of that youthful curiosity and that like, well, I don't know how to do that, but I can figure it out kind of thing. And that's mm-hmm. probably, you know, Colton was, you know, led to you because it was like, I, don't, I mean, he understood like to me, I thought he was a computer genius. He could build a computer from like, you know, a, 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 a tin can and some buttons or something, but, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, cause you know, based on our limitations, but he came in and made a lot of things possible that wouldn't have been possible just for us. Our, our daughter's graphic design, you know, and, and these, all the social media and bring it together. And then also both of them have an appreciation for the prophetic, you know, for, for yeah. what God's doing. And we all were sort of willing to lay something down and, okay, these are my loaves and fishes. We all kind of came together and, and had something to offer. And I kind of see right. that a lot of, of similarities 
there with with you because you were kind of yeah. the the fix it. And I, I know what it's like when you got different guests every day with different you know. Uh, oh man! Different computer <laughs> skills, you know, and backgrounds, and maybe just because yeah. they can oh. can hear from God doesn't mean they yeah. read their manual on how to work a yeah. you know a thing or something. Yeah, so it is not a requirement to get into the kingdom of heaven, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so talk about that that the genesis of making that all work because that was new. Zoom was new for a lot of people. They're working from home was all kind of new. Right. All yeah. that's happening oh, at man. once, okay. and you're you're you're, Trial you're and error. you're solving yeah. problems that didn't even exist last week. Now these problems exist, and I got to figure it out. Well, what was that like? Well, oh man, it was uh, it, the the old adage of like, don't let them see you sweat rang true because it was like <laughs> I had to go on and ha- like, especially when we were getting started, had no idea how to solve this problem. And sure. I had to just stay calm. And I've always been very good. And my wife always comments on this. I've always been very good at off the cuff. You know, um, the, uh, during my film school, we did like a film uh, thing to debut all of our films and uh, there was an actor school running along with a film school at the same time. It was through uh, Youth with a Mission. YWAM has like a big like a okay. university, and so it was through that. And none of the actors, being actors, wanted to do it. And they, they were like, "Jeff, can you MC the thing?" I'm like, "You guys are actors. Like, <laughs> why? Why are you doing this?" And they're like, "You're so good." And I literally had no idea what I was going to say until I got up on the stage in front of thousands of people. Wow. You know, and. And so I'm very good at off the cuff. And so I think that really that skill set came into it. And then obviously my technical know-how. Um, but even then there was things that, I mean, it's all new, all new technology. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not used to, uh, I wasn't used to it. And we used StreamYard, which was different even than Zoom. And I had had some experience with Zoom, but StreamYard was different. And so, yeah, it was just, a lot of it was just going, okay, well, that didn't work. And before we used to just like, Go go live, you know, and then all of a sudden Steve's there and he's like, kind of just, uh, okay, uh, it's, it's hard. Everything's everything's harder than you think, it you is. know, when you're and when so, you go to do it. Yeah, and then and then we realized, okay, when you hit live, okay, it takes a couple seconds, sometimes a minute for the numbers to really get up. Yeah. Hey, you know what we should do? We should do like a countdown thing or like some kind of a like a <laughs> lobby thing that like has like playing and there's like a little countdown timer and with some music and telling people to subscribe or like, yes. Okay. Yes. And then you are on fire, uh, my friend, write that down. Yeah. And then we just like threw what else? Um, and yeah. so then we just like threw, you know, through, I threw something together and then people actually like got attached to like the music we used and like those intros. I'm like, no, we have something better. And then people were like, no, we want the old one. And, <laughs> and so it was like, it was really this weird experience where people were very attached to like, they're like, no, it's like my soaking music. I like totally get in the mood. I'm like, I've like felt really bad <laughs> the music at that point. <laughs> so like, That's so man, funny. Okay. It, it becomes well, like church eventually. Site, yeah. You can listen to the music <laughs> uh, whenever you want. Um, and so, um, yeah. And so a lot of it was just trial and error stuff like that mm-hmm. and going, Hey, maybe we should have the guest come in a little bit early. Okay. We noticed something. I don't know if it's a geographical location or if it's spiritual warfare. Uh, this specific person, <laughs> Johnny Enlow yeah. um, oh! is like, we got some uh, Johnny stories, te- man. Yeah. has technical issues. It's something about Johnny's episodes. And it's always when he's like, like right over the target with yep. something really juicy. Well, Johnny's in Nashville. All the tech is good. The studio oh, equipment. Because yeah. some people, it oh. stinks because maybe what they're using is not good or there's a problem with their 
they don't have good connections. I, th- I think it was our second interview with Johnny. The first one was a little sketchy as far as just the internet connection, all that initially, and then it was fine. But the second interview, he gets on, and I mean, every problem that you could imagine happened. We've never had these different problems. We do three, happen. four a day. Yeah. And, no problem. And Johnny says to us, he said, okay, well, this happens all the time. He goes, he goes, just a second. And he goes and gets his shofar. And I got my shofar and we blew our shofars awesome. and everything cleared up. We were like, it was he a was spiritual attack. Christ- yeah. Crystal. It yeah. was crazy. I mean, literally, yeah. literally like the, the, the computer was like crashing. Yeah. Like there was like, I'd never had yeah. issues like that. I'm like, I don't know. I literally, I was sitting there. I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah. okay, those are key words. Time for the shofar. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. Just just blast the shofar. And he was actually <laughs> telling us about that because we had had technical if- issues. And he said, oh, yeah, I was just on Flyover Conservatives. And that was my first time hearing your guys' name because I didn't wow. know who you are at the time. And yep. so then I looked you guys up and then it's like, yeah. So um, that's cool. So yeah, fix that. So- what, what, what are some, what is it like there? Because there's, you know, interesting. There's not a lot of like 18 year old prophets out there. Um, you know, there are, but not, you know, on your show, you know. And so, yeah. you know, you're putting together people with different studio setups and and backgrounds did you guys you know eventually develop kind of systemization like okay you need their camera at, at this level and mics and yep. and helping all of them because they're at their homes and i mean with 22 I mean, people kind of forget a little bit but 2020 hit somebody might have done a facebook you know facetime in somebody or something they might have done a little bit but not everybody didn't think of their home as a potential studio right yeah where now people are like hey i can i can zoom live from the airport or you know where like they they think that shifted really quickly, mm-hmm. but then they yeah. did it. Not when you started. So it's interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm getting like prophetic download right here. Cause, <laughs> cause I, I, uh, it goes with the territory, honestly. Uh, but I, in a way it's like what Satan intended for, for bad. God is turning for good yeah. for people because yeah. for years I, I, you know, listened to, you know, I'm, you know, into filmmaking. So I listen to directors I uh, really respect and they're like, don't come to Hollywood. You can create your own industry wherever you are. And mm-hmm. you hear it and you're like, haha, yeah, but no, I should go down there. Right. You know? And, <laughs> and so uh, 2020 forced all of us away from, yeah. from places. Obviously there was a lot of bad that happened, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of redem- redemption that God is doing as a result yeah. of this, where all of us are in our homes now and realizing the wealth of technology we have and going, you know what? Why can't I be a media outlet? Why can't yes. I be, the, you know, good media? No, you know, why can't I talk about education and how messed up it is? Why can't I be a journalist? I'll go be an investigative journalist. I'll go do these things and I'll live stream in. I'll talk about all these things. Why can't I be a filmmaker? Why can't I be a, a host of a show? And it's like all of a sudden, these these things that we all of a sudden felt so dependent upon the mainstream media and whatever else it may be. And then finally realizing, wait a minute, they, they don't mean anything. Like we can do this. We should right. do this. Um, yes. And I think that's been the amazing thing that's happened as a result of 2020 has been that that's one of the things that I'm just like, Oh, this is so awesome. So. I, I love it. And you guys, I heard Steve talk about that. Johnny had actually shared with him um, around the election time that you guys need to have cat on for 10 days. Mm-hmm. in a row and i think that one of the days it ended up getting out to like 11 days or something like that but that you guys did that and after that it was like god just like blew on it and from there it, it like, just, just oh yeah like if there was a it, yeah exactly a curve it was just up yeah. from there yeah yeah and it, that yeah that's how it really how it started because they were doing like 
He's like, you need to have Kat on. I think it was 10 days to the election, 10 mm-hmm. day, the 10 days leading up to the election. And Kat said, no, I feel like we need to do one extra because I feel like we're supposed to do it after uh, election day because God wants to say something. And boy, did he. Yeah. And, yes, he did. and it Called was that. just like, and then after that, it was between Kat and Steve talking and they said, you know what? We need to, we need to do a weekly show until Trump is back in office. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we, here we are, you know, here we been, are. Well, it's just been a, a reminder to people to hold on to hope. And I think yeah. the thing that people, uh, people lose sight of is that prophecy is a, a lot of times a slow burn. And, and, you know, it's mm-hmm. one thing to read, read the Bible. You look from chapter, whatever, there's a prophecy. And then a couple of books later, it's fulfilled or, yep. you know, from the old Testament to the new Testament is just as easy as this, you know, but we forget thousands of years sometimes to take prophecies to be fulfilled. And, um, right. And the amount of faith that it requires to to stay engaged and to hold on to those. And yeah, sometimes you get prophecies and it says, oh, you know, that job's going to work out for you. And actually, this is what's going to happen and blah, 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 blah. And it happens and you go, whoa, you know, but then there are other prophecies. Yeah, that there are other prophecies that take a longer time to you got to contend. You got to hold on to them. And it's like even Paul says to Timothy, war with the prophecies made over you. And, um, and so I think that is so important, especially to young people uh, where we're, we're so conditioned to get instant gratification. You know, it's like, sure. we got Amazon and we got all the streaming services mm-hmm. and we got Uber Eats. God bless Uber Eats. I got to say <laughs> when I'm lazy, God bless Uber Eats. But still, you know, we have all these things that it's like, I don't need to leave the home anymore, which is exactly what they want. I'm telling yeah, you, they want us true. to stay isolated but still you know like this this mentality of instant gratification so Mm. yeah it's um prophecy is you got to shift into a different gear a lot of times and and uh yeah so cat show has been great in that regard of just reminding Mm -hmm. people to hold on to hope so if you don't know it's 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 cat kurtz with a k K k-a-t-k-e-r double r there um you know i I tell you it, it got that message into a lot of homes that without COVID and without technology kind of merging at the mm-hmm. same time would have never happened. Right. You know, yeah. and the kind of conversations I have with people that I would consider mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, mainstream Christianity, you know, love God, go to church and this, but some of the topics and things that you guys bring up, you know, and, and cat, I mean, it's, it's out there. It's like wherever, like this is the middle of the road. It's, it's kind of a little stretch if, if, if you're new to that and mm-hmm. she's opened people up to like, wow, Maybe God's actually so big, I, I can't understand it. I can't put him in a box. And so when, when, right. when people, when people that, share, yeah. share a God experience, well, I've never experienced that with God. It can't be true. Like God's limited to what I've done or what I know. Yeah. And, and, and with, you know, when you have Kat and, you know, Robin Bullock and, 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 you know, and Johnny with this, like, you know, you know, military precision, you know, oh, with yeah, his, man. with his, I was joking, he has this also little smirk that like, I, I know about 10% more, but I can't tell you right now, you know, that he has, <laughs> right, give it a little yeah. time. then I'm like, oh man, I just want to get in that head and just see what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, this, this, this cast of characters that, that clearly God was preparing long before they came up with COVID, you know, to, yeah. for this time, it's just a beautiful yeah. thing. To and then you guys were like the, uh, like the jewelry store that has like the black pillow with the led light to put the ring right uh-huh. there. Well, all of a sudden yeah. it's like, look at that. Look what God's doing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's been the amazing thing to see prophecy fulfillment, even during the process. So one of the big prophecies, I would say early 2020 before the pandemic, really the pandemic, really like 
was in full full swing was the nameless and faceless prophets are emerging mm. nameless and faceless people hidden ones emerging and it's crazy to see even within myself because i really resonated with that word but even within myself i'm one of those people you guys are one of those people uh, you know those people as well mm -hmm. uh, but even within elijah's dream seeing people that weren't even on people's radar right. uh, on a large scale. Robin Bullock is yep. a perfect example. Donna you know? Rigney. I didn't know Donna that name. Rigney. Mm -mm. Love Donna Rigney. Me too. Like, she's one of my favorites. I love her. So, yep. Yeah. I was going to say that when and I grow Mike, up Mike though, Thompson, yeah. when yeah. I grew up, it would be cool yeah. to be, to be Robin Bullock, Robin There's Bullock, cat right there. Robin Bullock's between 10 and 15% cooler than everyone else in the world. <laughs> I don't Johnny. mean, I don't mean everyone on your show. <laughs> I mean, every, in the world. everyone, and I, I love when he says, brother Steve, well, I'll tell you brother Steve. Yeah. <laughs> And so, so we we don't even call Steve Schultz. Steve. Steve's just brother Steve brother now. Steve. But you have to yeah, say it like Steve. Robin. You got yeah. hey, brother Steve. Listen, brother Steve. Yeah. Uh, he's just so cool. You you couldn't have created a character like Robin in a movie and had to be as cool. He's just awesome. Okay, so yeah. I have to, I have to ask you, Jeff. When you yeah. actually were concerned about partnering initially with Elijah List at the time, mm -hmm. um, you were kind of unsure about the prophetic and what that looked like. How has that changed over your last, you know, oh, couple of years of working with tell them? Tell us, Brother Jeff. Yeah, come no, on, Brother I'll Jeff. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Brother Jeff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just brother and sister for the rest of the... That's yeah. right. That's um, right. But uh, it, it changed dramatically. And one thing that I've always postured myself with the Lord with is, and this was how I got slain in the spirit for the first time, was I was like, it, it was during a YWAM school and there was a guy there that was a little bit more Pentecostal <laughs> and he was just break out of speaking in tongues and it made me uncomfortable. But the thing that I've always held to is God, this is how I feel about this. However, I'm willing to change. So I have an open hand with this, whatever this is. So with the, with the, the being slain in the spirit, falling yeah. in the glory, however you want to call mm -hmm. it. I remember he was going around, this guy was going around and he was praying for people. And I'm like, this is fake, but God, <laughs> I, if this is, if this is how really you, good. if this is real and you want me to experience it, I open. open myself up to wow. receive it because I want more. I want to connect with you deeper. And if this is, I I'm willing to change. And the dude got five feet away from me, reached out his hand and I was already starting to fall over. <laughs> And he's like, he grabs me and he pulls me forward. He's like, no, I'm not done with you yet. And he's like, prayed for me. And I remember in my head, I had all these thoughts running through my head. And I was like, but the main was I was yelling in my head. It's real. It's real. You know, <laughs> I just could not stand up. Wow. And so, wow. Um, so that's been my approach with everything where it doesn't, uh, you need to use discernment. Discernment is mm -hmm. absolutely crucial because we can't fall prey to anybody who gives any wild claim right. of like, David and Stacy, you're going to be on the moon tomorrow, you know? And it's like, well, I mean, maybe, but yeah. I just, my discernment saying no. Um, right. Yep. So, yeah. And so, um, I think that's really important, but at the same time, I've never been one to sit there and be like, uh, cause I just want to experience the things of God. I just yeah. want, like, how can you read the gospels and the, the things Jesus said, and then him saying greater things than these will you do. And then you look at your life and you go, my life does not look like greater things than these will you do. Yeah. And, and yeah. so there's this ache in every single deep down in every single believer to see miracles manifest, to walk mm -hmm. in prophecy, to, uh, you know, uh, to, to be so in the spirit that you see these things manifest. 
And we're getting there. We really are. Yeah. There's a spiritual awakening happening within the body of Christ. And it's amazing to see. But for me, it was so when I kind of fast forward, when I went, when I actually went into uh, working for the Elijah list, I, I had that same approach where I said, I do believe in prophecy, but it was like every single prophecy that would come my way. I'm like, but it did, but, but is that real? Really? You know, <laughs> is that it, real? It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but did God really say that? Are you sure? But it's funny because I would give prophetic words to people. I would walk in the spirit. I, you know, I knew that I had the gift of like words of knowledge. So, um, I walked in that, but for some reason with other people, I had a very kind of unintentionally holier than thou mentality. And mm. I realized that when I was, was in it where I was like judging people for no reason. And that's, so I had this mo this time of repentance as I was like at the Elijah list. And I was realizing wow. because I think it was week one. Um, it was, I, I was reading in, I think it was first, first Corinthians, second Corinthians. One of the, one of the ones where Paul says desire all gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. And I had never noticed that verse before. And I was like, like, where has this verse been? And, and so that really began my, my process. And actually it was a prophecy. I was editing. We used to have this guy, uh, Sunil Isaac, who did, worked with Kim Clement. Mm -hmm. He was the drummer for him. He worked with Hank Kuhneman, all wow. these guys. Yep. Great, great drummer. Um, but he used to do this thing called prophecy decoders uh, through the Elijah list. And so he would take prophecies and they would show their fulfillment um, in uh, mainstream media, oh, you know, cool. just them reporting. Yeah. So it was yeah. a really great concept. And he had done one with Charlie Champ and what God, how, and it was the, I remember it was my first week. And that was the moment where I said, okay, all right. Okay. God, I'm open. Let's do this. You know? Wow. Um, uh, and it was Charlie Champ's prophecy was about the president of Norway was going to get reelected. And so it was a non, it wasn't a U.S. related prophecy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, uh, I mean, really anything people, uh, most people would pay attention to. He was going to get reelected and it was also going to be earmarked by the birth of a son. And this was a prophecy from like two years prior, a year prior. All of a sudden they show the prophecy fulfilled. He gets sworn back in office for a second wow. term, earmarked by the birth of a son. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm Maybe, good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a great place to be with God. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes we we all fall victim to it, and you'll see it in in organized religion will kind of create that accidentally of this like, yep. okay, I know God. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like I've I've got it covered. I've got him. He's right I know. here. Every and, facet and, he fits perfectly. And in this somebody little box. says something different. You're yeah. like, well, well, that can't be true because I'm 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 the, I'm the expert on what God would have said or what God's <laughs> yeah, not saying know, or what's going on. God or, hasn't told me. Yeah, so. yeah. exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Which is you know, be <laughs> what are the the people around you that you mentioned that were all already kind of working with Steve and Elijah List and that, and you were on the outside, you know, blasting them with a no storm. Uh, <laughs> You know, and now you're sort of at the, no, you know, no, the, no, the, no. the, the inner yeah. circle of all that's going on and almost synonymous, you know, with it. What, how's it been for them kind of observing this, this process? And, and, and then, I, think, uh, I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I do know I'm, I'm a very, uh, uh, just a very enthusiastic person and very, very passionate, uh, sometimes more, you know, too passionate for my own good, uh, but just get very, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, which is great that I have a show so that I can have like an outlet. Um, but, um, I think honestly, it's, it's just, uh, I do have a gift of leadership and I think that there has been some degree of like when the 2020 fiascos happened, 
I was behind Steve a hundred percent from the mm-hmm. beginning. And I said, I just wrote him and I said, Steve, I just want to let you know. And I spoke on behalf of my wife, Lauren and myself. I said, both of us have your back no matter what. Like wow. we hundred percent wow. are staying with the prophets believe I've got your back. Um, but I think me holding the line and just my belief in like my wife and our big faith people, big, big mm-hmm. faith people, you know, God has, has had us walk out things that, you know, required big faith and, and yep. you have a lot of eyes on you and people are like, Oh, what are they going to do? Are they gonna oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and so that's kind of our posture. So, I mean, I, I don't know that I can answer the question very accurately because I'm not inside people's heads, but I, mm-hmm. I can notice just from posture of other people that, um, you know, when you're that enthusiastic and passionate for the Lord mm-hmm. and zealous, it's contagious. I mean, yeah. it really is. And so I think that there's definitely been a part of that where I've just been really trying to embrace my passionate side, not subdue it. Um, and, uh, it, which was really hard at first because when we worked in an office, it was as quiet as a library and I'm not a quiet person. <laughs> so it was like, I was always like looking over my shoulder cause everyone's so quiet. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you a question. So uh, you producer for Elijah streams and now you guys have started Elijah fire fire. Yes. fire. Is that based on the, the, is that based on the, uh, the jerk plantains? Uh, is that the no, inspiration? It should be the official, it should be the official snack. It should yeah. be the, it like, be. You can direct commercials yeah. for that. Elijah yeah. Jerk yeah. Plantain <laughs> Show. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just too, it's too long to put on a card. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just break yeah. it down a fire. So tell yeah, us so, about that and how that started. Because one of my very favorite people, which I know she's on there, is Krista Elisha. And I know she's a good oh, friend yeah. of yours as well. Oh, yeah. So um, the first time I was introduced to her was actually on Elijah Streams. Um, but tell oh, us about great. the Elijah Fire and how that started and and where it's kind of gone from there. Okay, man, it's cool. So um, Julie, who's the main producer of um, of Elijah Streams, so she like schedules all the guests and and all this stuff. She's amazing, and she and Steve. Um, both had gotten uh, similar prophetic words or Julie had gotten a prophetic word that really resonated with Steve. And it was, you know, uh, before I would say before Elijah fire came along, like it's been a, uh, the prophetic specifically has had predominantly 40 and above 15, above, probably like 15 above. Uh, and then as you get older, I mean, you're like seventies and eighties, you're getting yep. a larger concentration of that. I'm sure, sure. you guys have seen the, mm-hmm. the numbers. Yep. Um, which really bothered me. Not that we've got th- that teetered, you know, we've got more people advanced in the year- years watching prophecy, sure. but that I'm like, where are the young people? Like where, like prophecy is real. Like we need to really embrace this. God is speaking to us. And so a lot of it is a lack of know-how on how to hear God's voice. But uh, Julie was sitting there and Steve's, uh, God said to, to, Julie, if you don't go after the the young people, I'm going to give it to somebody else. And they were like, wow. oh man, fear <laughs> the Lord real yeah. hard. So yeah. from that moment on, I would say it was about two years before we really, I mean, they started hiring a lot more young people. I was one of them. Um, but really, uh, it didn't really come into, uh, okay, this is how we're going to do it until 20, 2020 happened and all that mm-hmm. craziness. So it was last year. Middle of the month, middle of the summer, um, 
Kelsey O'Malley, who I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. If, if, like one of you guys, one of these days, you guys have to meet her. Like she's she is she subs for Steve on Elijah Streams. Yep, and we've I've seen her. her. Yep, seen her on yes. that. He's amazing. Kelsey is just great. Um, and uh, and so uh, we did an interview with her, and then Steve writes me immediately afterwards, and he goes, "All right, we're gonna start." Uh, a millennial or a young person. He just said millennial, but it was just that that's just the term he uses. Um, sure. Uh, for young people, um, we're going to do a show for young people. Uh, and I, Jeff, I would like you to, I would like you to host it. Um, and at the time I had started subbing for Steve, that was when I was subbing on yep. Elijah's dreams, which was like, are, are you sure you want me? <laughs> like, why do you want me? And, you uh, did amazing. I'll, yeah. Well, thank you. We did yes. job being you and not being like, like a, like try to be a, a Steve knockoff. Yeah. You did a great yeah. job. You know, yeah. it was well, you did a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and so at that time I'd already kind of felt like I was kind of being pushed out into, I felt this almost this pull to be out in the front. Like mm-hmm. when I would do it, I was like, this feels really right. Like this feels like, um, but I, you know, this isn't my show. So obviously I can't like insert myself. And I tried really hard to not, not be so different from Steve. So I kind of, kind of was a little bit more subdued, you know, in how I presented sure. myself because I wanted to make sure that uh, um, starting out with cowbell or nothing like you got to <laughs> yeah, keep it. Exactly. And so, uh, and, yeah. And so, um, so Steve asked me and I, I was like, uh, what well, any big decision I always take it before the Lord. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll need to pray. You know, I would, I want to say yes, but let me just take it to the Lord. He's like, okay, Absolutely. And then I didn't even, I got done typing and God was like, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so, um, so I said, yes. And it really was a blank slate. Steve was like, okay, uh, just do whatever. Um, wow. and, uh, well, wow. and originally it was it's a lot of trust. That's good. Well, yeah, oh, absolutely. And I think I had spent a lot of time serving Steve mm-hmm. and just being there for him, supporting him. Uh, getting what he needed. And that really, um, I think, uh, and just spending time honoring Steve and um, solved probably 9,000 problems. Right. Sure, exactly. You know, yeah. which so yeah, yeah earned exactly. that. Tr- a big so, trust there. Oh, big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know that that's, uh, that's a very special thing. Um, mm-hmm. especially within the, the Avenue that Steve is in, there's a lot of, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing, to be completely sure. honest. And people that want to bring what he's doing down, want to bring mm-hmm. what all, all of us are doing down. Yep. And so, um, and, and so I knew it was a very special thing, um, you know, with him trusting me the way that he did. Um, and so initially it was, okay, it's going to be Elijah streams, but with younger viewers. And so we kind of went that route the first couple of episodes of Elijah streams or Elijah fire back when we were still on Elijah mm-hmm. uh, streams, we were just on the weekends yep. and, um, and my team and I were praying and we were just like, I really feel like we're supposed to be a little bit more brave. And it kind of makes me uncomfortable because we know what works, but yep. we need to be brave because I was showing him the numbers and I said, here's our, here's the numbers of engagement with ages. The young people just aren't watching. If it was as simple as, young people or younger faces, Elijah streams, but with younger faces, mm-hmm. they would already be watching more of them would already be watching this stuff because mm. there was be an interest. And so I said, we need to be a little bit more brave on the, the, the subjects we tackle where, cause I, man, I want I want people to know that people actually 
have heavenly visitations and mm-hmm. that the healings exist. And so if we can find ways to talk about issues that matter, um, but that are more engaging to young people, yeah. and then we bring in somebody who's like, yeah. and I went to heaven, it hits a lot harder, sure, like, way harder with young people mm-hmm. where they're like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. uh, tell me more, um, yep. especially if it's presented in a, a you know, slightly exactly different right. way. And so it's been a learning process. We're still in that. Um, but what's interesting uh, is how we got fire. Because obviously, it's Elijah's part of the brand. Elijah sure. Fire, Elijah's Dreams, Elijah Clips, all that. Yep. Um, but uh, And we're also working on another Elijah program right now. Top cool. Secret. Can't say anything other than that. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a part of it, but it's really exciting. Um, and so... Um, but yeah, so how I got fire is I was praying and I listen to a lot of Christian metal. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it just, it fits my personality. I'm very in, intense. And so it's, yeah. And so I, I didn't was, know that B now when we were younger was Petra. Yeah. Uh, oh, that Petra. was the big thing. Yeah, yeah. That was, that yeah. was the rock, man. Yeah. Petra. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, there, so, there, there's kids I went to school, school with in the church with their parents wouldn't let them listen to Petra. That, yeah. It was just oh, really? too, too, hard. too, too way, yeah. way too <laughs> far out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I was praying and, um, there was a band that I was listening to and, uh, there's a lyric from one of their songs and it's about, uh, uh, the church arising, the Mm. the young ones arising and it's called burning ones. There's a line that says burning ones arise. And then kind of like chants, like we'll take your flame, ignite the world. And it says over and over again. And so God was speaking to me specifically about fire and, and, um, and so it was like Elijah fire. Yes. Love and, it. Uh, and so it was awesome is the band that sang that song. I actually got to have him on my show recently. And oh, I was just like, wow. cool. Hit me. me. Like that was like, to me, <laughs> that was like having, cause he was so, there's been a few people in my life. Um, and I don't know that he's necessarily super Pentecostal. I mean, he is a little bit, but um, not necessarily in our vein, but mm-hmm. I knew it would, you know, be a good you know, a good person to have on the show. And, um, there've been a few people in my life that God has been like, I want you to watch them and I want you to imitate them as they imitate Christ. Mm -hmm. And he was one of them. This guy, Maddie Montgomery was one of them. And so it was just amazing. I got to tell him that I got to tell, like, say on air, like, this is how we came up with the name of the show. And he's like, Whoa, cause he's not in the band anymore, but um, he's just a pastor now. But, um, but it's just amazing. It's just like, it's it's amazing to be able to do this. Um, there's just times where like I get so overwhelmed with like how good God is. I just like start crying. Like it's just like everything that we get to do we're we're yeah. doing is just like what in the world? Like what first off, why me? Like yeah. <laughs> there's a million other people I could think that could do this, but you know, um God's just looking for a willing heart, you know. So <sighs> well, and first of all, another little like disclaimer, no offense to you pastors out there that you know, the guy went from being a, you know, metal, you know, rock star yeah. in the Christian vein to just a pastor. <laughs> I know. Like I know, pastors, right? pastors don't feel bad about yourselves yeah, because exactly. you're not He's a metal a uh, Christian band. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you're still cool in your pastoral way. Yeah. And just, you have just clout in other it. ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I say one other thing, if you ever do change, I don't want to be the guys on the email list that, that call and complain, but the music you use for uh, Elijah clips, I'll back that up sometimes. It's so cool. The little, I can't sing it. The little angel. Ah, oh, thing or whatever, you know, it's just like, oh, it's yeah, like three seconds. I, yeah, I don't know what you went so through cool. to get that, but that is awesome. That's the best yeah. thing. Ted talks and him, whatever crushes it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to Paul. Um, I made the little like 3d logo thing. That it's goes, cool. 
but yeah. he's uh, Paul is amazing. And actually it's, this is a story of like total redemption too, just to like put Paul on a pedestal for a second, because he does a channel called not me him. And it really was like what Steve's doing, but you know, on a, maybe a smaller scale and he would take prophetic words and he would, wow. and it was, he started it during 2020 because he had a lot of anxiety about all of the negativity coming in. He's like, well, mm. what's, what, what's God saying? And so he just started doing it. And the dude has a Catholic background too. And so it's just wow. it's wild. And so what had happened is we had started getting a lot of people, um, a lot of people imitating us. They would take our stuff. They would mm. steal it. They would say, this is a new <laughs> prophecy. And it's from six months ago. So we yeah. started to really clamp down on who we let, you know, promote our stuff sure. because yeah. we wanted to ha- we wanted there to be integrity involved and people mm-hmm. got mad at us They're like why are you squelching the word of god i'm like we're not you know <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're squelching like, we're squelching yeah. you <laughs> yeah and i'm like yeah oh yeah yeah and um and so paul had written to us we had um given him approval to use mm-hmm. clips and do it as supplemental so you show a clip and then you talk about it um yeah. and then what had happened is there was a communication breakdown and then steve went on one of his cat episodes, which has like 10,000 people watching at once, 12,000 people watching at once um, live. And he spoke uh, out against Paul, not knowing that he had approval. He just said, there's a guy named Mm. not me, him, all this stuff. And, um, and then Paul's channel started to suffer. He lost thousands of subscribers. No, 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 Steve. And, and so, what happened and this is again not to put me on a pedestal but we were praying and you're live yeah yeah and so afterwards we talked to him and i said steve i talked to my supervisor both of my supervisors first um and i and they agreed with me and i said i really feel like we're supposed to offer him a job we need a clip channel desperately and he's really good at it and um and then steve was like i i i yes i i agree that resonates with me and I mean, it's just a Love testament that. to Steve's That's humility so too, cool. because he came on the next day and the days following and just apologized and then made a, you know, in front He's of a, a lot of people man. was just like, we yeah. made a mistake. This was an mm-hmm. accident. Please go subscribe to him again. If you, if you haven't subscribed to him. Um, and it's just been an amazing uh, he's just an amazing example of humility. Love um, that. And he's, I love yeah, it. And so, uh, but Paul is amazing and he does a great job on the clip channel. So. They, they are so cool. Yep. My mouth, my actually, it hurts right now from smiling so much. This has been a blast. So much fun. Yeah. I have had a total blast. Yeah. Fire. 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 Exactly. Fire. So if you want to find Jeff, if you want to find what he's doing, you can go to youtube.com forward slash Elijah Fire Show. You want mm-hmm. to go check it out because mm-hmm. it's absolutely amazing. Jeff, yep. we so appreciate your time. This has gone so fast. I can't believe yeah, how fast I know. it's gone. It's crazy. We have thoroughly enjoyed it. And we just love what you're doing. Keep doing it because yep, you are you. making a huge difference. Love to have you back today. again and just be a part of watching this thing grow and see what God does. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'd love to. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. 
This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.